Tell him why, Jared. Cause I'm your boss man. Listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. That there was Jive Talk with Boss Man. Jive Talk from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And I didn't mention that the Scared of Shaka tune that I played was called Japan. Coming up right now, an interview with a gentleman that is coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada next Wednesday, June 2nd to the Fortune Sound Club. And caller, are you there on the line? Hello, are you there? Uh, yes, hello there, Mr. DJ. Who are you? Uh, come on now. Uh, you, interest, you, 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 do, you do the pleasantries, all right? Well, I didn't say your official name. You are? Well, my birth certificate says Ricky Powell. Ricky Powell, welcome to the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Uh, it's nice to be there. It's, yeah, it's uh, all the way over there from where the street corner I'm hanging out on. And Ricky, you are also known as the Lazy Hustler and the Ouija of Hip Hop? Wow. Yeah, in some circles. Other people have some other names for me, which I can't mention on the air. But you can mention you are coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, to do a giant slideshow. What can you tell the people about the slideshow you're going to be showing in Vancouver coming up next Wednesday at Fortune? Well, it's kind of like uh, I'm kind of like acknowledging uh, or celebrating a silver anniversary of taking pictures like. Seriously or professionally, uh, for 25 years, I started in 85, and thus it's 2010, so I kind of go back in time and just pull out, you know, I select images that I think are, you know, interesting or intriguing, 
and I have uh, I can accompany accompany them with a you know interesting, hopefully humorous uh, anecdote. Ricky Powell, the last sideshow person that I interviewed did also did a slideshow was Crispin Glover. Have you ever done anything with Crispin oh, Glover at all? No, I just missed it. I was in the same, like, this uh, music festival. I did uh, my slideshow out there in uh, England in, like, December. And uh, he was doing his thing. I saw him in the pamphlet. And I was like, I was hoping to cross, you know, crisscross with him. Cause he- I, I bet it's interesting. That dude is like, you know... He's out there. I like it. He's mad, you know, mad smart. He's, you know, very witty. He's on some other level. I don't know. I like him, though. I like him. But, he, you know, he's a cool dude. I like the, car- I like the way he carries himself. He's been doing it but, for... Uh, you know, right now I'm standing on uh, Max Gordon Corner, and he was the owner of the, the legendary uh, jazz club, the Village Vanguard, here in the, in the village. So I'm standing right here. I'm looking at the Village Vanguard, which is like... My Cathedral. Home of the Vanguard record label, right? Similar, but this is the Village Vanguard uh, Jazz Club. It's been here like 75 years here on 7th Avenue and Perry Street. Yes, I've always loved that name Vanguard because, of course, it reminds me of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And I was wondering, Ricky Powell, how far back do you go? Crispin Glover has been doing his slideshow for a very long time. EPMD yeah. just came to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. EPMD. Oh, yeah, I remember them. I was on the plane with them. They, they, they just uh, going on toward Run DMC in 88. They were fresh out the box. They know me. They know me. They know me from the get-go. Those are cool dudes. What is the earliest photo in your slideshow, Ricky? Does it go all the way... Oh, earliest photo in my slideshow, probably 85, because that's the official year I started, you know, the spring of 85, officially. So, you know, it's a good, you know, I've kind of, if I may, I pride myself on, uh, you know, the diversity of my subjects, you know, between like, you know, you know, whatever, graffiti artists, celebrities... Rappers, street people, girls, you know, whatever, freakazoids on the street, you know, club scenes, you know, art openings, you know, all kinds of shit. You never know who's going to pop up next in my in my exhibit. That's kind of one of the, the good points of it, if I may. You don't know which direction I'm going to come from next. And people can check that out next Wednesday at the Fortune Sound Club. Club when Ricky brings all his slides to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And that's 147 East Pender, and it's free before 11 p.m., which is amazing. Ricky, fans of the Beastie Boys may know you through the lyric. The lyric, homeboy threw in the towel, your girl got dicked by... Yep, that's me, I guess. Ricky Powell! Yes, man. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a folklore. I'm a living folklore. But true Beastie Boy fans will know you as the luggage guy. What could you explain about doing luggage for the Beastie Boys? Oh, you really did your homework. Okay. Well, you know, license to Ill Tour. They, you know, they just brought me along as like official, unofficial, official photographer, and then 
No, but then they uh, checked your head tour in 92. They were like, yo, you need, you got to have a real job this time on the tour. So I did luggage. I didn't, you know, I didn't mind. There was responsibilities I had to deal with, but um, I had fun doing it. Sometimes when we'd be checking out, it'd be all kinds of like, you know, people at the hotels, whatever. Actually, I walked, I got a laminate from Check Your Head Tour with, uh, yeah, my look. I lo Actually, I took pride in that. I take pride in still being the luggage guy for the Beastie Boys on tour. Pretty unique job. It's, can't do, you know, can't duplicate it. Do you know who got the job after you, Ricky Powell? Nah, I was it. It started and ended know, with man. you. I hung, out, I hung out with them for like 10 years, 85 to 95, basically. People? And then, you know, whatever, man. You know, life evolves. You go, you know. People actually thought you were a beastie boy. What can you tell the people about Mike Tyson putting you in a headlock? Holy shit. Nah, yeah, he was convinced. First couple of times I met him, he just became the world champion, the youngest one ever. So it was a big deal, like a buzz around him. I used to see him at the Palladium or the clubs, and I might be wearing a Beastie Boys shirt, the one that said, get off my dick on the back. Just chilling, and then he'd be thinking, he's, now I'm like, yo, you wearing a Beastie Boys? I know you. I'm like, no, I'm not. He goes, come on, man, stop lying. He put me in a headlock. You know, playfully. And my friend Angie Cochran took that photo, actually. Actually, I'm wearing, like, a bicycle hat. I was wearing... I had a Peugeot bicycle hat. I was into those at that at that time. I had a short stint with those. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I come across a lot of people in the nightclubs. You know, clubs were still cool in the mid-'80s to late-'80s. Ricky Powell, the Beastie Boys got some respect from muggers. You have a photo of the Beastie Boys almost getting mugged? No, that's fine. I always kind of embellish the story. Yeah, you know, I got some pictures of the Beasties. I they used to take me on road trips uh, before uh, License to Ill uh, in 87. Spring of 86, they took me on a couple of trips, like, you know, just... You know, nightclub gigs, one in D.C., one in Boston. You know, you drive there and come back. And that one, uh, that one thing you're talking about is we were in D.C. waiting in front of the 930 Club. We saw, you know, a bunch of kids coming. Yeah, they looked kind of, you know, whatever. And I was like, uh-oh. So, whatever. When they came up, they saw it was the B.C. Boys. They all started bugging they just started saying, like, oh, shit, you're the Beastie Boys? Fuck it. They just started breakdancing all over the sidewalk. So I always show, when I show that story, I mean, that, that picture, I go, and we taught these dudes, we're going to, like, roll us, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And then when they saw it was the Beasties, you know, it's just whatever. You have to be there. And these are some of the stories, and that was one of the pictures you will be seeing next week in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, at oh. the Ricky Powell Slideshow 21st Anniversary Silver Edition. Right, Ricky? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, can I just say thank you to the people who are bringing me out? Richie, uh, Altamont, Garrett, you know, you, the people out there working in this gig who put it together, share, uh, what's the name, Natasha... I really I appreciate the effort they all put in to make this event happen. It's going to be good, dude. Believe me, my show, it's heart attack funny. And you are Ricky Powell. And Ricky, do you have your own Converse and Puma? Did I see pictures of your own Converse and Puma? 
Yeah, I did a couple of sneakers. I did a hemp one with Converse. I designed after my one of my boyhood heroes, uh, Walt Fraser, Walt Clyde Fraser. High top white with blue laces. They made out of hemp. Real nice. Got the husky picture on the on the bottom of the sneaker with clear plastic, so you can see the face. I love those. Actually, Woody Howson, he got a pair for me. He sent me a picture of him in. Uh, Wesley Snipes is still from White Man Can't Jump, saying, yo, Ricky, yo, I love the hemps and the book. Yo, stay up, my brother. And I was like, wow, that was big. I got that framed. That's up in my wall. And then, you know, Puma made some customized Pumas to me because I used to make, like, a appearance on Bobito's sneaker show. It's the shoes. Like, at the end, they do a minute segment in my apartment because I, I have a lot of memorabilia in my house. And I was just do whatever, and I used to juice Puma a lot. I don't know. And then they reached out and said, "Yo, thanks for like juicing us. So, yo, can we do something for you?" And I was like, "Yeah, like what?" They're like, "You know, design a sneaker for you, custom." I was like, "Why?" Like the old school high top, like not the newfangled types. Like, yeah, I go any color combination. Yeah, any embroidery. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit. So I got. Three pairs of navy blue with green stripe. Three three pairs of plum with a red stripe. So, and I got my husky dog on the tongue, and on one tongue, and there's a picture of me hanging out where I play ball. I used to play ball at in 85, Horatio, 13th Street Park. Yeah, they're classic. I'm going to wear them on stage uh, at the show. Well, Ricky, bust them out. How many? Bust them out. How many did you make? What was yeah. the what was the addition? You said there was only like three dozen. How many were there? No, not three dozen. I got three pair in blue, three pair in pl- six all all together. That's it. How many total were there? Six. I'm on my last pair. I only wear them for special events. Ricky Powell, you also were on a softball team with Matt Dillon. Oh my God! Where did you find these tidbits? Well, you're Ricky. Actually, was the, the graffiti artist of fame, uh, Futura 2000. He had a softball team called the East Village Escadrilles, and um, I don't know. I just kind of I don't know. He used to see me at all the graffiti art openings in the early '80s, and then I started taking pictures in spring '85, and you know, on the scene and the art openings of the you know club scene. I don't know. He put me down on the team. So it was Futura's team. He was the captain. Matt Dillon was on the team. Uh, Fat Five Freddy, uh, Zephyr, graffiti writer, uh, artist, Kylie Jenkins, a couple Puerto Rican dudes from the east side who were good ball players. It was an interesting summer of games. Was Fab Five... I was... Go ahead. Was Fab Five Freddy the best? No. Far from it. Uh, but he's a good... No, Fisher Stevens was on the team. But I used to just smoke joints on the end of the bench. And then they put me in at first base, and I would miss all the balls thrown to me. And the people sitting behind me would start screaming at me. So, and then they would take me out of the game, and I'd go back at the end of the bench and hang out and smoke joints with Patty Astor, who owned the uh, graffiti art gallery, the fun gallery. She was a freak. Oh, she was in Wild Style, too. She's the blonde chick. I got pictures, I, but they're in black and white, but I didn't, I didn't put those on on my thingy. 
And you are Ricky Powell coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada with your giant slideshow next Wednesday, June the 2nd at the Fortune Sound Club free before 11 p.m. free. That's at 147 East Pender. Ricky, specifically, some of your picks. What can you tell the people about John Sex? You took some photos of John Sex. Well, he was like a uh, East Village character, dude. Classic, unique. He had this tall hair, you know, crazy, you know, you know stuff that makes your hair stand up. <laughs> He's another one, rest in peace. He was a real, you know, class. You know, he was in a lot of weirdo movies and shit. I don't know, or, you know... They used to hang out with all them dudes like Kenny Sharp and Keith Haring and uh, Ann Magnuson, Paper Magazine crew. That's actually one of the first magazines I got down with, Paper Magazine, when they started in 85. I still got my photo uh, press pass from them, signed by Hershk- David Hershkovitz and uh, Kim Hastradler. I still bust it out sometimes. That shit is 25 years old, too. I gotta bust that out. Ricky, what about, speaking of sex, Al Goldstein? Do you ever take any photos of yeah, Al Goldstein? I got one of him. I got one of him. I feel bad for him, man. He's really down and out, man. He fucking blew it. He made millions with that, that, that you know, very, you know, unique, you know, in a, you know, Screw Magazine was definitely, you know, has its place in history. Feel bad for him, man. He's a down and out, man. He got, you know, some wives. He got, like, six wives. They all sucked him dry. And he's like, ended up, like, homeless, working in a bagel store. I don't even know, man. I, I hope he makes a comeback, but, oh, yeah. I, I'm he's inter- a good guy, man. We need freaky dudes like that, man. Shit is mad sterile out there, man. Shit is just, ugh. I'm interested in how you got a hold of Al Goldstein. Was it just on the street? Because a lot of your photos are just from going up to people on the street. In spring of 86, I was shooting like an AIDS benefit at the Jacob Javits Center. It was a big deal. Everybody big was there. That's where I got my pictures of, you know, Warhol with Herring coming up. Uh, so I got Al Goldstein, Brooke Shields, Griffin Dunn, Grace Jones, Paloma Picasso, Calvin Klein, Elizabeth Taylor. Uh, who else did I shoot that night? Oh, man. I got my picture taken with Andy Warhol that night. That would be in the show. That's what it is. People look at me and go next to me like, who is that? I'm like, that's me, dum-dum. When did you, Ricky Powell, encounter Grandpa Munster, Al Lewis? Oh, shit. He used to actually have a restaurant called Grandpa's on Bleecker Street. He used to sit out. It was Italian. It was on Bleecker and, Car- Bleecker and Leroy. It went okay. I think it was in the mid-80s. Yeah. He used to sit outside on this tall stool. People, you know, walk by. It's, you know, a lot of traffic. It's a quaint street, but, you know, it's busy. Always, you know, people giving him props. And But he was a dirty old man. I used to hear him say some filthy shit to girls passing by. I think he used to hang out with Ron Jeremy, too. Uh-oh. Well, I don't know about that, so next next question. And you are Ricky Powell from New York City, the village. Where specifically are you from, Ricky? Which borough do you yeah. rep? Well, I was born in Brooklyn, but I was, grew up in Manhattan, specifically Greenwich Village. And Ricky Powell is coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada with his big slideshow next Wednesday to the Fortune Sound Club. Ricky, Yo, Lydia... Sorry? Real quick. 
Can I just say two things? I got a DVD coming out next month. Rapping with the Rickster compilation with commentary. It's a doozy. You can see a little trailer of it if you Google Ricky Powell Village Voice. They got it online. It's a good little article. And then I got some headphones, signature headphones coming out from a company in in Stockholm, Sweden called uh, Wessi, W-E-S-C. They're online. You can get their hot. I'm holding them. They're burgundy. They got the husky dog on the ear thing. It says Ricky Powell Street Photography. And you get a photo print in the box. I got some good things. I got major shows coming up, including this one, which I'm looking I'm I'm just trying to, like, not even think about it until game time because it's just, like, it just sounds like it's turning into, like, the something huge. And I don't want to fucking brick. Ricky Powell, can I ask you specifically about two photos that I saw of yours? One of Run DMC and a fan that has, like, Adidas carved into the back of yeah. his head? Well, that's an important shot in my career. That's a long story. Well... That's the summer 86, my short stint, that guy jumped on the uh, Raising Hell Tour that had Run DMC, LL Cool J, uh, Houdini, and the Beasties. And it, that, that shot was in New Orleans. I just flew down to Florida, like, on a whim. I was, I was a frozen lemonade vendor, and I saw them in the paper, like, you know, big, tour, big two-page spread in USA Today about the Raising Hell tour, which is Raising Hell's name on Run DMC's album at the time, and they were running those big hits at the time, My Adidas and uh, Walk This Way, Peter Piper. They were big, huge. So i just done some, you know, kind of club dates with the Beasties, so I just kind of flew down there on my own and showed up and knocked on the back of the Tampa Dome. And you're like, oh, shit, so whatever. I was on that tour for a couple, like, five, six days before I flew back. But I took that shot in New Orleans. It just, you know, showed how much of an impact Run DMC had on culture. Being rapper, you know, the first kind of big commercial rappers. Well, I don't want to say commercial, but, you know, popularly known around the country. Let's say that. They were still hard. You know, they had their very distinctive dope style, which they didn't compromise. But uh, that was a special time in my life. I was lucky, man. I went for it, you know, and I got rewarded for my effort. You know, I flew down, you know, I just took a chance. I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, so I almost got arrested in Fort Lauderdale first for drinking a beer on the street. And I had some, like, rednecks drive me to, to like, to Tampa. I didn't know if they were going to, like, hoodwink me in the woods or take me to the, actually take me to the Tampa Dome in Tampa. Anyway, you know, it was some crazy days, man. I, li- I miss them. There's another sh- There's another shot that I saw that I absolutely loved. Cool Keith with Spanky, your cat. Oh, well, I'm in the picture, too. And you. Spanky. And, uh, yeah, Cool Keith is wearing, he's in his black Elvis mode. He's got the little black rubber wig. It's uh, it's a good time. You know, he's a cool dude. You know, Spanky, uh, that was a special cat in my life. Miss him. I've gone through a few. Hey, Ali, I'm in my, my, my main deli now. I'm doing a live radio interview to Vancouver. Yeah. I'm and you- in my favorite, my spot, the deli. Ali looks out for me like no other. Say hello. 
Hello, how are you? Good. Hey. What What is Ricky ordering? Oh, hold on. Say it again. What how is, are you, guys? Good. What is Ricky ordering right now? What is Ricky going to have? Ricky going to have a bagel now. What's he going to have on the bagel? Yeah, he, he get uh, everything bagel with butter. Every day? Every day. Oh, God. If it's, if it's not twice a day. And his, his paper, post. Have you seen? Are you? Have you seen his photos? Has he taken your photo at all? Yeah, I took a lot of photos from him. He gave me a signed book, actually, with his most recent photos, also. And Ricky did not mention the name of your deli. What's the name of your deli? The name of the deli is Aminam Deli. And what's the location? It's we are in West Four Two Seventy Five West Four, just down the block from his uh, from his house. Great. Well, thank you very much for the food update. That's good to know. You, you're welcome. He, he's the man. Ricky Powell in action. Yep, Ricky Powell. What's he doing right now? He's all over the place. Now he's chatting with the people. Maybe you could bring the phone to Ricky and get him to put the phone to the people's face. Here, Ricky. There you go. All right. Ricky Powell in action. Canada, you know what they say. Uh-oh. <laughs> Where's Canada? Upper U.S. Apparently. Oh. <laughs> that was Eddie, the local animal savior, patron saint. So it's he's cool, man. Two bagels, uh, two bagels a day for you, Ricky. No, he's embellishing it. Okay, three bagels. No, no, no. I'm trying to keep it down, man. I'm like a bagel junkie, man. I start eating them, I turn into looking like one. The great thing about some of your stuff, like you mentioned, the wrapping with the Rickster DVD, is you're going to neat places and interviewing people. I love that show you did with Eze when he came to your place and you had a joint. Smoking a joint, yeah. He presented me uh, one at the door when I came knocking on the door. And what? He uh, was cool, man. It was like an epic, 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 you know, musical, like whatever, work related thing ever. I had some cool ones, too. Well, what I was going to ask you about, Ricky, is I did an interview with Snoop Doggy Dog. Have you ever met Snoop Doggy Dog before? Yeah, actually, I, I lit him up. And he came over to me. I was smoking pot at this fucking Russell Simmons big, like, $1,000 dinner plate. Which I got it for free because I gave them some pictures for the little program or magazine pamphlet. So I went, brought my girl. Of course, I bring weed and my pipe. And I lit up in this fancy hall. And Snoop Dogg was there. He walked all the way across the room while somebody was speaking on the podium to sit down with me and ask me for a hit. I got a picture of me and him smoking. That's kind of what happened with me, although I didn't smoke with Snoop Doggy Dog. As soon as the interview began, Snoop took a blunt, rolled a blunt, and then put a blunt in a microwave and microwaved it for 11 seconds. I've never heard of that technique. Yes, you can actually see it. I even have it on the internet. If you Google... Oh, why? Because it was wet, bud? It was wet? It helps seals in the ingredients. It helps trap the ingredients in. Huh. That's what well, he said. I'm hoping I could sample some when I come to Vancouver. You know, that's the mother, the mother load right there. Well, that's what the I was. Mecca. That's what I was wondering about, kind of Vancouver, but also you've never heard of microwaving at all. Microwaving a blunt, you never um, heard about that. 
No, I just smoke it, man. I just put it right in the pipe, smoke it, boom. Have you been to Vancouver before at all, Ricky? Yeah, I've had two shows there. Myself, but I also went with the Beastie Boys several times. Do you remember anything about it? Yeah, beautiful, man. Girls are beautiful, dudes are cool. Everything is lovely. How about, like it. How about the Vancouver Grizzlies? Do you remember the Vancouver basketball team, the Grizzlies? Yes, yes. They're, you know, what can you say, you know? Well, I was curious because we had some interesting people playing for us. We had Sharif and we had Bibby. Sharif Abdul-Rahim. Yeah, but come on, man. Don't even. Come on. They suck. A big country. No, Sharif was pretty good. He averaged like 20 points a game. Sharif. Yeah, well, whatever. Listen, man. I don't follow. I didn't follow them. What can I tell you? I'm stuck in the past. I still, I'm only thinking about the 73 Knicks. What can I tell you? Well, I guess I was just wondering about other players that played on the Grizz that I really like, like Cherokee Parks, Blue Edwards, Tony Massenburg. I didn't like, I didn't like Cherokee Parks. He had a corny tattoo on his shoulder. What about Felipe? One thing I don't like ball players with corny tattoos, man. Ugh, makes me sick. What about Felipe Lopez? What who? Felipe Felipe Lopez. Oh come on, man! Why are you talking about him? He's a fucking bum. Well, we had him on the Grizzlies. That's why. Oh, he's a bum. He came out of St. John's, New York. I know, you know, he 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 was supposed to be huge and he bricked. But he was a nice guy, I guess. Whatever. Tony. Hey. It's not guaranteed, you know, success, you know, not all of them, they pan out. Okay, how about any of these Vancouver Grizzly players? Blue Edwards, Tony Massenberg, or Anthony Peeler? Oh, God, listen. These players you're talking to me about are, like, mediocre. Come on, stop. What else do you want to ask me about the show? Well, that's why we don't have a team here anymore. I'm trying to exemplify we don't have a yeah, decimal. I understand, but they're not even worth talking about. What else is more interesting? Well, I guess, valuable time. Well, what I was wondering about, Ricky Powell, is do you like the tight or the baggy basketball shorts? Because if you like the 70s, you must like the tight. Yo, what kind of radio show is this? Yeah, the Nardwar, the real one? The Nardwar Human Serviette radio show. Yes, we are really on the air. We are really on the air. Oh, like, where is this? Out of your bedroom? No, it's out of CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Ricky Powell coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. What was Rick Rubin like back then? What was Rick Rubin like? Because you did some stuff at Rick Rubin's house, or was it Russell Simmons' house? What was Rick Rubin like? Rick Rubin is very cool, innovator. He's a cool innovator. Are there any photos of him in your slideshow in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada? Yes, yes, a very cool one, actually. And Ricky Powell, what about Russell Simmons? Did you do a shoot there at Russell Simmons' house, and he bought Cher's uh, house? We used to hang out. I shot him all over the place. And he once bought Cher's house. Yeah, yeah. I actually interviewed him on the on his couch in the apartment he bought from Cher. Ricky. It's like a triplex on uh, East 4th Street in Lafayette. And I did an episode of Rapper with the Rifter on his patio with Run DMC. It's classic. And are all those episodes on the DVD that's coming out no, soon? No, no, no. This one has, like, uh, stuff that hasn't been on my, either of my three prior compilations. And uh, then I did some new interviews uh, last year with my cameraman, Brian, a.k.a. Dwells. Graffiti dude, great cameraman. Um, and then I did a little slideshow, like in a studio. They're going to put it up. 
I don't really know how they're going to present it, dude. I heard it got all, like, chopped up. I'm trusting them, you know. It's coming out of uh, traffic entertainment in Boston slash five-day weekend. I mean, I think it's going to... I mean, the packaging is going to be dope. There's a lot of, like, memorabilia from my house all in the packaging, like, in a collage and really good, you know, presentation, so I can't be mad about that. Now, I'm glad. I'm just glad that something come out, man. I got to keep producing. Otherwise, you know, I get stagnated. And people can see your photos next Wednesday, June the 2nd, at the Fortune Sound Club. And that's 147 East Pender in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's free before 11 p.m. It's actually free before 11 p.m. And Ricky Powell, two other photos I want to ask you about. There's a great LL Cool J photo that you have, and he's wearing these amazing outfits. His bandmates are wearing his outfits, too. I think I have those LL Cool J pants. Did he sell those pants? Because I have some of those pants that I picked up. Really? Well, I have a theory. Why people don't look good in uh, LL Cool J troop gear? So I don't know. You wear them in public? No, I've never actually worn them. They were okay. gift. They were given to me as a gift from a girl called oh, Robin okay, okay. from the band I Am Spoonbender. Well, she found them. Memorabilia. No, I got a good shot. I did a good shot. Yeah, I did a shoot for Troop out in L.A. Yeah, they're good pictures. They're good time capsules of L.L. at the time. I was glad. You know, I was fortunate to be working with him. You know, he was like a fucking stud. You know, super. Super uh, star at the time, but he was cool. That was kind of like in the Rush Def Jam family, kind of unofficially, you know, it was the kind of official, you know, just come by, hang out, take pictures, you know, on a semi serious tip. Serious tip. I was shooting for the magazines like Details in 86, 85, when they were first starting. Paper, East Village or High. And then I got down with the agency, Lynn Goldsmith, my LGI in 86, and she taught me the ropes, the art the art of the hustle and the photography business. So I was down with her from like 86 to 89. And then, you know, I just did everything. And then 90, I got a video camera. I decided to make a TV show because shit was on TV. It was boring. So I'm going to make my own show. And that came out August 90, August 22nd, 90, the first episode. And then, like, three weeks later, I was in Rolling Stone as rapping with the Rickster. So I was like, oh, shit, I must be on to something. So, you know, I just kept it going, did it from 90 to 96. And I came back one season in 2005 in the studio style. So I needed to put out this. I got mad footage, so I just wanted to put shit out, whatever. Some people dig it, you know? How about some of the stuff from Lollapalooza 1994, Ricky Powell? Because you were on Lollapalooza 1994, weren't you? Yeah, actually, Luggage Guy. Again, Luggage Guy. Excuse me? You were again the Luggage Guy. Gay Luggage Guy? No, uh, you were again the Luggage Guy. You're the Luggage Guy again. Again. Again, yes. I yes. guess pronunciation difficulties, translation. Yes, I understand. Translation needed. Kind of understanding. Kind of berserk. And that's what also I was wondering about. Son of berserk. Do you remember Son of Berserk at all, Ricky Powell? The great yes, rapper. I do. Did you ever find a good record? He had a good song. He was a one hit wonder, but he was cool. I had his tape. Did you ever check out any Canadian rap at all, like Maestro Fresh Wes? Oh, God, no. 
come on. With that name? Are you kidding me? He was amazing. No. He was amazing. Dukes. I don't really, like, I don't follow that, you know? I follow jazz. I don't follow rap for any country. No offense. It's not my bag of teeth. But people interested in rap will be interested in checking out Ricky Powell's slideshow that's next Wednesday, June the 2nd at the Fortune Sound Club, 147 East Pender here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, free before 11 p.m. And winding up here, lastly, Ricky Powell, WKCR 89.9. Yeah. Yo, is anyone taping this interview? I gotta, I gotta keep this shit. Yes. Hilarious. Go ahead. Yes. WKCR 89.9, Ricky. Yes. We're, you're on CITR 101.9 FM, but you did a show on WKCR 89.9? Well, I was kind of an unofficial, official, unofficial, official co-host on the Across 110th Street show with Danny Rudder and Brian Lynn later on from 96 to 2000. So I got banned for life twice. So it was a good experience. And now I'm like, uh, I'm quote unquote, I got dubbed graciously as the fourth wolf on a radio show on eastvillageradio.com called Chances with, Chances with Wolves. And it is the best show on East Village from what I've been told by official staff confidentially. It's Mondays, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. I highly recommend it. These guys are archaeologists of, like, sophisticated, dope music. Ricky, lastly here, New York. In the 1970s, New York had many, many abandoned buildings. Did you ever explore any of them? No, that was more up in the South Bronx or outer boroughs. I grew up in the village, you know, a little bit on the broad side, but... No, not too much, but it was pretty shady where I lived on 13th, by 14th and 4th, Union Square. It was shady in the late 60s, early 70s on 13th Street. That was a dark street right around the corner for me. Anything could happen to you. How about Brownies, the Club Brownies? Do you know the Club Brownies? Yeah, I remember it. That's funny. I forgot about it. Because I went there once, and I played there with my rock and roll band, but we were told to wait on the street, and we waited on the street, actually, in our van, with all the drapes closed in the van, so nobody could see right. into it. That's about right. And then we, like, ran into the club, played, and ran back to the van, and then got the hell out of there. Was it always like that at that place? I don't know. That club, I was already too I was already past it. Man, you know, that club, you know, whatever, man. I started going to I started going out in the late seventies, like sixteen, and you know, by mid nineties, I was over it. But you're not over the photos. You're still taking the photos, and you're bringing the photos to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, next Wednesday at the Fortune Sound Club. That's 147 East Pender. I'm speaking here to Ricky Powell, legendary photographer right. from the Village. Who's coming to Vancouver, British oh, Columbia, shit, Canada? I'm doing a live radio show, Vancouver. Yo, check my boy Dre. It's my protege. Say hello to him. Live Canada. What's Vancouver. up? What's up? Hello, hello, hello. We're speaking here to Ricky. And what's your name? This is Knight. And how do you know Ricky? I know Ricky. I live next door to Ricky. It's my neighbor. How did you first meet Ricky when you first bumped into him? What was Ricky like? Was he taking photos? Oh, yeah. Rick. Rick. Got the best photos. That's the man right there. 
What's your favorite photo of his? My favorite photo of Rick's. Um, he got he got too many. He shot a, he shot photos of everybody. He has too many. It's hard to choose. Why do you think you like the photos? Like, what makes the photos good? What makes Ricky's photos good? The quality, the quality of the photo. Like, is and it it's like it's always the right pose? So it's clear. Is it clear? Do you like those type of shots? Very clear. He's going to actually do my photo shoot for my album. And where is your album available? Where can we check out your music? Well, that's going to be on iTunes. All right. Well, thanks very much. And is Ricky still there? And here goes Ricky. Thanks very much. Yeah, you know. You're amazing with the phone, Ricky. You are amazing. How much area? Amazing with the phone. Yeah, how much? Nah, it's my people. They're amazing. But how much area? Yeah, I just passed it over. I'm just curious. How much area have you covered during this interview? Like, where have we traveled? Oh, that's an interesting. How much area have I covered during this interview? Probably a mile. Specifically, from what streets did we travel for this interview? Well, you Seventh know, Avenue, Perry Street, Charles Street, Eleventh Street, Hudson Street, Bleecker Street. And we stopped in the deli. We went in the deli for a bagel, right? Yeah, the delis are on West Fourth Street between Perry and Eleventh. I saw Calvin Klein out here the other day. Wait, we're going to AA. But you've taken photos of him before, haven't you? Yeah, but. I didn't think he wanted picture taken hanging outside of AA with all the other dregs. I was like, why is this guy here? He's a fucking billionaire. But he wilded it out, I guess. Well, right now, we're going to end the Nardwarder Human Serviette radio show with some music. I have some music queued up. What would you like to hear, Ricky Powell? I have a few choices for you. The digital... Yeah, like you got some choices ready for me? Yeah, I have some choices. The digital underground or Stetsasonic? Oh, that's a Sonic by far. I love them. We have the song Sally all queued up for you. Nah, that's it. You don't have another one? That's the particular one we have queued up. And we have. All right. Or we have all Digital right. Underground, Do What You Like. Nah, 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 nah. God. That's a sign. Why should people care about Ricky Powell and the Ricky Powell slideshow, Ricky? It's a time capsule. You know, if you're interested in what I've captured and you know you come down I got my certain you know collection of uh, colorful characters you know it depends what people what they're drawn towards if you like if you see the if you get a you know you read about what my show it consists of and you're interested in someone's perspective just one dude's perspective between 1985 and 2010 and that's it. You know, it's like going to a movie. You know, you want to see this? Well, come get it. You're gonna get. You're gonna get your money's worth. <laughs> In this case, if you're going coming for free, you're getting uh, a freebie. That's whatever. It's mutually. You know, I don't mind. You know, it's Wait, all good. It's actually. It's good. I would. Just to clarify, it's free before 11 p.m., but after, okay. but after 11 p.m., right. there is I a cost. 
and, that's, not even, that's not even an issue with me. But, I know, uh, but I was going to say, we have six VIP tickets to give away to lucky callers to guarantee to get you in so you can get there after 11 p.m. and you get the VIP. You get the VIP treatment with Ricky Powell. Sure. And that's 604-822-2487, 604-UBC-CITR if you want the VIP treatment for the Ricky Powell yeah, slideshow. What is that? What is the VIP treatment? I'm not exactly sure what the VIP treatment... Well, the VIP treatment means you get in for sure because it's free before 11 p.m., but okay. if you're there after 11 p.m., you don't get in unless you pay. So it's 604-822-247. We'll take your name, we'll put your name on the guest list, and then you can show up and check out the slideshow, and you don't have to rush down there. And that's Ricky Powell's slideshow. That's the 25th anniversary edition that's happening next Wednesday, June the 2nd, at the Fortune Sound Club, 147 East Pender. Well, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all, Ricky Powell? What's that? Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all, Ricky? Um, let me see. Thank you for asking. Um, well, I'll just reiterate. You know, I got the DVD coming next month, supposedly. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Ricky Powell. Um, that's it, basically. You know, in my headphones, I'm doing. I'm going to Stockholm, Sweden, August 20th to do the, to do. You see, actually, I do slideshows. I could do three things when I have an event. I could have the slideshow. I could put up an exhibit of prints, and if they got turntables, I could DJ a set. So, you know, I'm looking. I could. I do events, thankfully, and that's about it, man. Well, or RickyPowell.com. If you want to. Keep something. Well, thanks so much, Ricky. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do. Uh, almost that Pluto dust. Uh, almost, Ricky. Do do the loot do. Hello, Ricky. 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 I got a Sally, and she don't squall or eat pork with a spoon or fork. But I heard that.
swinger So fly every Friday night I might ring her Telephone, yo D, guess what? What? She's all alone So Stone to the bone, her shape's full grown The kind of girl I love to own You see, cause some people don't like the way Hmm. <laughs> 